30 seconds. No, Jim, I'm not coming on. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'll we'll stop broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ask for Candy, where we talk about healing, self-care, love, sex, relationships, and what it takes to be amazing on the daily. Who I am, I am CandiceHarperLoveCoach.com, and my purpose with this podcast is to create healthy, romantic relationships all around the world, starting right here in Teaneck, New Jersey, from the Celebrities Boutique. Three sixty two Cedar Lane Celebrities Boutique is where everyone can look like a star and where you can afford to feel rich and famous. And I am here with my beautiful co-host, the owner of Celebrities Boutique, Miss Anika Celebrities Bell, everybody. Hi everybody. Welcome. All right, now I am refreshing my Facebook page so that I can interact with those of you who are coming in on the Facebook. Anika, tell them about who you are while I while I figure that out. Okay, I am <laughs> Anika Bell, and my purpose in life and with this co- podcast is to be of assistance to women. I am a makeup artist and fashion stylist, and my goal is to ensure that our insides feel as good as our outside looks. That's right, honey. So shout out to Armed Radio and all the peeps around the world who are listening in. If you want to check out replays and listen to the show with music, funny outtakes, etc., subscribe to ask for candy on anchor anchor.fm forward slash ask for candy i'll also put the link in the post and when you subscribe even if you're busy on a monday night you'll never miss a show also we're on patreon if you want to become a patron of the show just click the link in our post description become a patron and get access to early content first dibs on any of our perks offers or giveaways and 30 percent off private coaching package should you be interested so this is the time when we share, are we yes. setting up our wa- our watch parties? Our sharing. We Hi, are. Angela. We are. Hey, Angela. My sister-in-law, Angela, has come on live. I see some other people have come on live. I can't Hi, see everybody. Who else is on. I know, right? Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the time when we share. So, if you're on with us live, share to your groups, your pages. Your friends' share, pages, share, share, right? Other people's timelines, yes. Wherever you so choose. Did you start your watch party yet? I think I did. I think I'm successful. I'm also inviting some people in. I'm just, you know, doing what we do. All right, I, I think am, I'm gonna share to my page. Ask for candy. You guys can join the group too. The Ask for Candy group, which I'm gonna put a watch party in there so people yes. can can say what they want to say and engage I love right? it I love it I love it so oh and now I, I gotta turn down the volume there we go right <laughs> <laughs> also if you're on Facebook if you're on the Facebook you oh know that God. you can interact with us and and you know get in the conversation and talk about what we're talking about you can be involved with us you can engage we like it when you engage with us yes we do um what else what else oh and if you come up with questions or anything and, and you're shy and you don't necessarily want to put your business out there you can email us at ask 
afrocandypodcast at gmail.com. And those questions we ask in a later, we answer in a later broadcast. I love it. Right? Yes. And sometimes when you email, you inspire topics and things like that. You really do. Right? Which is really good. We like to know what you're thinking, how you're feeling out there. So now wait, I started a watch party. Okay. And, but it's in my group. So normally I'm on my page. Should I go back to, I feel like I should go back to my page. Go back to your page. And see, oh, leave this, leave this page. I'm, I'm leaving the watch party. Okay. But I'm back on the regular broadcast for people. Okay. That way I may be able to see who comes in. There goes the volume again. Now, I know other people have come in. I can't see you yet, but don't feel bad if I haven't said hi, because it might be a delay. So as you're coming in, I will, um, you know, say hi and all that good stuff. So don't feel left out. How are we doing over there? We're doing fine. Um, Okay. Got it. Okay. You got it. So I can toggle between the live video comments and the watch party comments, which I didn't know that I could do that. Yeah, that's good. That's amazing. Hey, Catrice. Thank you for sharing. She shared the podcast. Thank you. Very supportive. Very. I don't know how to, like, toggle from the computer, so. No, don't do it. Please, Candace, because you start a whole nother. (laughs) It's a whole nother thing. Don't try to be like me. Look. It's too much activity. I promise you. Right? (laughs) So, Anika and I love to have conversations. We love to keep growing and expanding. I'm a relationship coach, a growth workshop facilitator, and a professional matchmaker here to teach and inspire radical self-acceptance in myself and others so that we can all have our best possible love life. Yes. And what about you, Anika? I am the owner of several businesses, for those of you who know me. I am also a mother, a wife, and an inspirational speaker. Um, I am a professor at Metropolitan College where I teach business and also marketing. I am here to inject you with my learned knowledge and show you how to manage it, manage several areas in your life and be successful while doing so. I love it. And that Thank is you. why this is a conversation that we're Just having. Just a conversation. Right? To yes. do all of those things. We get inspired by our conversations. We get inspired by our communities. We're not here to hand down a bunch of dating or relationship rules or rights and wrongs. We're not here to shame anybody's love situation. No, no, Whatever no. you're into, that's your business. And our only intention is to create audacious intimacy, stylishly seductive singlehoods. I love it. Right? And healthy relationships as well. Yes. So tonight, every Monday night, we're going to do what we do, which is have conversations that engage, educate, and or enlighten all of us in the areas of self-love, sex, relationships, and vibrating high. Yay. I love it. Right? Yes. Speaking of vibrating high, we did our event on Saturday, which I felt so it good It was after. so amazing. Right? Although we didn't post any pictures. We did. Why didn't we post the pic? We had some. Sort of. Did you not like them? Anika no. is very particular. <laughs> what, did you that not was, like the pictures? Well, some of the pictures were nice. But then some, I thought about it. Maybe they wanted to not, they didn't want people to know that they, that they were, were there. Well, we did there. ask them if they were okay with being they on did, social We media. did. Yeah. I didn't recall. Yeah. And they said fine. It was they fine. They said okay. All right. So then I'll post some pictures. Right. Maybe not the before pictures. Because the one face that you beat, she looked so beautiful after. And she was a little rough before. You know I love you, honey. I know if you, yes, in case you're listening. Yes, we love you. Right. <laughs> but maybe you don't want the before picture, right? Right. Yeah. But then you want people to see what she did. That's you true. Know? It was an evolution. It was. Yeah. Wow. I think you need to share it, honey. Yeah. Okay. I think they'll be okay with that. So, so that was a great. Post. That was a great event. It was. I it really, like, really was. Yeah. Yes. For those of you who missed it, you missed it. You missed it. Now you have to wait for the next one. Right. <laughs> we'll have to come up with the next one. Yeah. We need to need to put a date on that. Yes. But we were talking earlier about you know because we we do our daily amazingness. We talk about what we did this week for our daily amazingness, and we were talking about how. I mean, I don't know about for you. For me, that was part of my daily amazing. Like anytime I get to be. 
you know, engaged in what I do, mm-hmm. whether it be the matchmaking thing or just talking to people about their love lives and stuff or helping people out of some muck or stagnation. I know. Right? You help a lot of souls. <laughs> you as well, though. I and know, I, And right? I feel like, you know, we were doing that sort of inside-outside work that we always talk about, right? right? Like and we did a great job. I think Without so any too. practice or anything. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm proud of us. Yes. I'm proud of us. And it's the first event that we actually like facilitated together. Yes, it yeah. is. It was. Yeah. Oh, it was I feel good. like it was very self-caring just yes, to do it was. all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yay! I know, right? <laughs> the it, Mutual it Admiration really Society. Well. And I guess that wine helped too. Right. I don't know. Wine Whoever bought helps. me wine for my grand opening, I thank you. We're still drinking it. And it's that was since I October. So yeah. what is this? Wait, do you think the same person brought? Because you had no. Yeah. It's different people. Different people, people just brought, brought me wine, and because I don't drink like that, I'm. It's still it's there. still here. Yeah, I think we still have one more bottle left. There's still a bottle left. Yes, and I have one at my house. And you had those bottles of sparkling beverages for people who don't drink alcohol. Exactly. Right. We yeah. did good with that, and we, we you know, good. the ladies they like a moscato sometimes. It's a very sweet peachy moscato. I didn't get, even taste it. You didn't taste it. Right. <laughs> it was sweet. It's for people who like really sweet. She loved sweet it. Wine. One of the um, young ladies because yeah. she just was like can I get some more I'm like okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no there was, there was a, actually both of them really liked it yeah we had like some little nibbly things and some fruits yeah it was, it was nice. good yeah was. I thought we did a nice job with that event so um, yeah for daily daily amazingness do you have anything else I don't um, know. not really no I was thinking about it I yeah. mean I just worked a lot this week so. did you yeah because last week you said that you were able to get enough sleep are we still trying to do that every week oh, yeah I'm trying, trying to, get enough to. Sleep? I'm trying, trying. To. okay I'm trying. that's good that's good I try to like keep up with my practices I wasn't that good on my like you know I have daily practices of meditation and yoga like I try to work out every day on some level it doesn't That's have to good. be crazy but like you know it, it could be from 15 minutes of yoga to like an hour and a half of you know yoga hit training shuffle dancing whatever mm-hmm. depending on how I feel mm-hmm. but this week I was a little lax really yeah <laughs> I'm trying to get back into the swing of things admit. with exercising yeah yeah I hear that <sighs> you know sometimes you got it's like it's an up and down thing sometimes you go through a little lull and then you get yourself back that's you know. true. I see Kenya and Michelle. Hi, you guys. Hey. Hi, thanks for joining. If you're on the Ask for Candy group watch party, which I think a couple people are because I saw a couple notifications, I'm looking at the comments over on my page. So you can come over to my page as well. It's a public post. I'm still trying to figure all this. Wait, let me make sure it's set to public. Now it's set to public. Oh, so it wasn't? Come, oh, no, it wasn't for whatever reason. Oh, no. You can come over. Is that and why? I can't even see anything this week. I don't know what's going on. Really? Oh. I mean, I'm sure people are on, but yeah. because it looks like people are on, but I just don't know. I can't see it. You can't access reason. them? No. That's weird. We're, I know. We're figuring it out. I mean, there's some kind of, there's we, some set of rules. We have to learn the rules for this Facebook. <laughs> have to prior, that's going to be the priority this week. Yes. Of, let's of try. Figuring it out. <laughs> and then you let me know. You figure it out and let me and know. I will. You know, you, you're the researcher. I'm the researcher. Yes. So tonight's topic. Woohoo! Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because here's the thing. I'm, you know, like Anika said, I'm the researcher. I'm always looking for, um, you know, ways to grow, ways to help other people grow things that will, you know, help me be 
better in my life or, you know, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to this idea of any of us being broken and needing to be fixed, but I do believe in being a learner and a grower. And I think you do too as, as well, Anika, like being a learner and a grower and you know, what can enhance life, what can have us move forward. Like, I think that that stuff is important. And I think it's important that we don't come from a place of I'm broken and I need to fix something. Right. Right. Cause I believe that we are perfect just as we are, but I wanted to talk tonight about the 12 secret practices of the happiest black women. Now I say the 12, there's probably a gazillion, right? Right. (laughs) And what we're hoping is that you guys out there listening and watching will chime in with what are some of your secrets for maintaining your happiness. If you have them, if you don't have them, then this is the perfect show for you because then we get to talk as a community and maybe share some things that, you know, someone else can use. Right. Right. I love it. Yeah. And also it's not a set of rules. I don't like that either. Like this idea that we got to follow, you have to be doing what I'm doing. Like, you know, I meditate every day, so you need to meditate every day. It's not that. Not at all. It's, you know, what are some secrets for like maintaining mental wellness maintaining mental health and being actually happy, which is a challenge for black women in this country. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's a challenge. Right? Like some of the things that we're up against. Yes. Up against so many things. Right? Racism and sexism, the state of the black family today, premature deaths in the streets. Wow. Right? We have higher rates of maternal mortality, lower rates of medical validation. And by medical validation, I mean when we go to the doctor actually being heard and listened to. Mm. Right? Like our rates for that are very, very low. And so, you know, there's a lot of medical things that could could be prevented or taken care of as far as our community is concerned that often don't get taken care of. And we also tend to not go and get ourselves taken care of because we don't feel like we'll be heard. Right. Right? Right. It's true. Yeah. And there's, there's, we could go on. On. (laughs) Because there's a lot of reasons out there, I think, to be unhappy. But it is possible to begin practices in our lives that will actually tip the scales at the very least. Yes. I'm a strong believer in my happiness. How are you when it comes to that? I am too. Are you? I love being happy. Right? Yes. (laughs) It just feels so good. It feels so free. Yeah. You know? And I don't know. I guess I've been happy for like a long time, you know, in the past. So now me being, I'm actually happy, you know, but people have to understand that happiness doesn't mean that you're not going to go through things. Yes. Right? Because we're all going to go through things. Absolutely. That's how we learn. That's how, you know, I I mean, yeah, I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) But do you feel like it's something that like, because I'm a strong believer. I'm, you know, people have heard this before that happiness is a choice. Do you feel like it's something that you have to, to generate sometimes something that you implement in your life? Or do you feel like it's something that, you know, oh, everything looks okay right now. So I'm happy. Like, no, happy. No, no. Happiness is not just a moment. Like I said, we, we all go through things. Yeah. Right. So, but for me, happiness, I'm trying to think how to explain it. Cause you like put me on the spot, but cause <laughs> we don't okay. practice this guy. We don't this practice. Just, when I <laughs> walk in, she gives me a paper <laughs> and then I just have to read it and figure it out. But, um, yeah, happiness is just, a. how would you say it? Like a, 
Well, I just know how I feel. How tell I me how you it. feel. Because I think I'll different people frame it differently. Yeah. And the way I frame it I'm is that it's think. definitely something for me that I've had to, that I generate. Like, I have to choose to be happy. All right. Like, and okay. I believe that it, it does come from how we respond to, you know, like you said, happiness doesn't mean things don't happen or that you're not right. ever confronted with anything. Right. But I do believe that the happiness comes from how we respond to what happens. Mm-hmm. Right. And that it's a full on, like, we are 100% responsible for it mm. like that it's nobody else's ability no one else is able to make us happy nothing else can make us happy we search for things to make us happy right right but i'm a big believer in that it's it's something that you have to choose to generate in order to experience and to feel yes right i agree yeah that's why i feel like so many people who look like they have everything can be the most miserable people in the I world i promise you right you know that or yes. committing suicide and things like that and then someone who looks like they have nothing can be like the happiest, the happiest person, you person ever, met. ever. Yep. <laughs> it's true right it's Which, so true you know leads me to believe that it has nothing to do with what you have what you have no you no know? no yeah that's the way i frame no. it yeah Right? That was a good way. Yeah? Yeah. I'm like, that was a good way. She's better with words than I am, if you don't know this by I now. talk a lot. Ask for candy. Ask for candy. Right. She'll have an answer. Right? No, it's true. <laughs> Kenya says, my secret is that I see a therapist every week. I love, love it, that. Kenya. Right? Yes. And I think in our culture, it's so important to not only be able to be open and sharing about that, but to understand that it's, it's okay to need that lifeline. It is. And to have someone support you, in that, like a professional support you in that way. I mean, I don't know very many people who are successful or up to anything in life who don't have a therapist. Right. Right? Or who right. are, you know, actually feeling happy or running their life in a, in a way that works who have never had a therapist. Like, yes. at some point, we all need, like, that boost of help, I think. When did you, Candace, now I'm putting you on the spot. Go ahead. When did you realize <laughs> that, because you, you've seen a therapist yes. before. So, at what point did you realize that you needed one? Can I just tell you, I love that question. You do? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I always was a self-proclaimed lone wolf. Uh-huh. Like, I always thought for sure, I whatever comes at me, I can handle it on my own. I can mm. do it. I don't have to worry about it. It's nothing I, you know, I can handle all of it. Even when I started in the whole personal growth conversation and taking personal growth classes, I still had, there was this part of me that's like, I can figure all this out on my own. Mm-hmm. And my life got to a point where it was unrecognizable in a negative way compared to what I had envisioned it to be. Wow. Meaning that, you know, I was in an abusive relationship. I had been through miscarriages. Like, my life, by my standards and what I believed it was supposed to be, was in the toilet. Wow. And, I, you know, I started to have symptoms of depression and anxiety, which I didn't even know that's what that was. Mm-hmm. I had had symptoms of it before, but I was so sure that I could handle it all. Right. You know, but it took things having to really be um, in conflict with what I believed they should be, which mm. is what causes depression anyway. It's like yeah. we have this set of beliefs that we're supposed to be, you know, successful by a certain age, whatever successful is, or we're supposed to be married, or we're supposed to be this, or we're supposed to be that. And then when we don't have it, it's that inner conflict of like, what's wrong with me? Why am I not good enough? Wow. You know, why is this world so hard? We start building stories. Mm-hmm. And I knew at, at that point, 
Actually, no, here's the thing. I was such a lone wolf that it took me having to go to a regular doctor to make sure that I was okay physically, because that I was okay with doing. Mm-hmm. And I, the doctor asked me how I was doing. She started asking me questions, and I just burst out in tears. Wow. <laughs> Which I had never done that before. Wow. Especially around crazy. someone that I, you know, was a doctor that I didn't know. Right. And so she gave me a depression and anxiety test. Wow. And I scored so low. <laughs> Well, that she wow. was like, you you need to be you talking to, to somebody. Wow. Right? And that's what she's prescribed for me. That's what she referred me to. And I was someone who wasn't opposed to the idea of it. I just always thought I could handle it on my own. Gotcha. So as soon as someone else said to me, you need to do this, it was like a light switch went off like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, wow. I can't do this by myself. Isn't that something? Yeah, but it took that. Like, it took it, it took something. Dang. Like, my life had to really be down in the... You know, because I believe in our culture, we're taught, you know, especially as black women, to power through, power through, power through. Yes. Handle it on your own. Handle it on your own. Don't ask anybody for help. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where I was at with it. That is something. Right? I just didn't... When I started... Um, when I went to go see a therapist, I just stopped liking myself. Yeah? That's what made me... I, I realized that something was wrong. Yeah. When you don't like yourself, you just, I just was like, who is this yeah. person? You know? I went right. from a person that never cursed to cursing. I did not like that part of me. Just being so nasty with yeah. my mouth as far as cursing is concerned. I know it sounds probably weird, but that's not <laughs> no, who I am. Sense. Yeah, and just being angry... Just, just, I don't know. I was like, something is wrong with me. Yeah. And I needed to see somebody. You were like, this is yeah. not me. Like, it's not me. Yeah. And that's what made me just go. And I said, you know what? I have insurance. I'm going to use it. Yeah. And I went. And I'm so grateful that I did. You're good just, with that, though. Because yeah. you get like, even with doctors and stuff like that. You're oh, like, I'm oh, going. my toe. I got to go to the doctor. doctor. <laughs> I don't understand why people <laughs> walk good. around yeah. and Hurting. have insurance. Yeah. You have it. You're working for it. And you're not utilizing it. Yeah. I want everything. Like, what can I get? What? Right. What? I'm getting it. Yeah. Every medication, if I don't have to pay a copay, I'm getting that. Right. I don't, <laughs> even right. if I don't use it, I'm like, well, my, my my insurance is paying for it. Yeah. No. No, I think that's yeah. a good thing. Like mm-hmm. always, you know, maintaining, getting yourself checked out from head to toe. Always. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. It's important. And I don't want to die for no reason. Right. Like, oh, just because I could have went to the doctor and my life could have been saved. No, that's not my, that's not going to be my testimony. Yeah. No. No, I hear that. Yeah. I mean, and I, and as much as I, like, I, I think that's an admirable thing because as much as I, like, I'm still in that journey of like, go see the doctor. Go, like, I have to tell myself. I do my regular check She has a problem. You I might do. as well just tell the world that you have a problem. <laughs> I'm like, could you but please go to too. the doctor? I also don't fully trust Western medicine. Like, if I were to have something really, really serious, like, you know, let's say, God forbid, cancer, I would do the protocol, whatever that is. So if that's what I needed to do. But if it's something that I can somehow heal holistically, or if I can change my mindset or eat differently, I will do that first. I get it. First. Yes, that but first. that's part of my lone wolf thing too. Oh Lord, pray for it her. Is. Pray for strength. Because <laughs> I'm going to the doctor. Yes, I'm just gonna go listen to what they say. I'm I'll eat healthy. Yeah, you know I listen to people. You know, but I'm going to the doctor. I hear that. I don't, I think that's good. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. They haven't failed me. Well, they did one time, but you know they haven't failed me much. Yeah, much. And at least it gives you peace of mind. Yeah, I think there's that too. That's yeah, important. it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So I have my twelve things. Okay, let's go. That are, that are practices that I myself am looking to master. I don't consider myself a master of any of these things. I feel right. like it's it's my ongoing journey. I like to share it and some other things that I just you know look up and research. And I do a lot of listening. I do a lot of reading. 
um, you know, whether it be gurus or spiritual leaders or, you know, biblical, whatever it is, I, I consume all of it mm-hmm. and sort of like, you know, come up with a mishmash of some things that that maintain the things that we need to maintain in order to be able to choose happiness. I love it. Let's hear it. Right? Okay, let's do it. Let's start. So the very first one that I put, they are consistent. By they, I mean the happiest of black women. These are the secret practices. Consistently cultivating a healthy relationship with food and exercise. Love it. Right? Now, here's the thing about the healthy relationship with food and exercise. I don't know about you. I'm somebody who most of my adult life has has been on kind of a weight roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? So I'll lose weight like crazy and then gain a whole bunch of weight back and, you know, up and down, up and down. And I realized probably within the last few years that I actually have had an eating disorder most of my adult life. That's an eating disorder. Wow. Yeah, because it's not like, I, you know, I don't have a consistent um, non-emotional relationship with food. Like, I don't eat food... Uh, you know, just for a mild enjoyment and my nutritional health consistently. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of times, more so now than I did before, but there's also a lot of times that I eat food because I'm upset or I eat food because I'm nervous or I eat food because I'm happy. Or can you just eat food because you want to? I eat food. Is that a problem? I don't think it's a problem if you just eat food because you want to. Then I got a problem. But if it's just that you want to because, and you're not hungry, or you just want to because you feel like it's going to feel good. (laughs) I got a problem. I just love food. I love good food. So that means I have a problem? No, here's the thing. You can, I believe you can love good food. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with enjoying good food because feeling like that's a problem is a problem. It's, it's the ability to do it without needing it to fill some hole. So it's oh, like, no. if it's like, oh, I'm pissed off, so I'm going to just eat that cake. <laughs> or my gotcha. boyfriend just broke up with me, I'm going to eat a whole pint of ice cream. But do people say that or they just do it? I think they just do it. Or right. like we can go through you know long periods of time where we're stressed out. Let's say I hate my job. And so I get into this pattern where every time I come home every night, my idea is I want to eat healthy, but I've been working all day. I'm stressed out. I don't feel good. So I eat the, the first thing I can grab. Ice cream. Ice cream or, you know, the, the fried food <laughs> or whatever's not healthy for me because not right. only have I let myself get hungry, but I'm also stressed out, you know, all of that stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. And I know for me, I'm also someone who loves, loves food. The pleasure of food is a little bit of an addiction for me, like sugar. Like pizza? Like pizza. She <laughs> which loves has, which pizza. Which has a lot of sugar because of the crust and the, right, and the sauce. Right, because it turns to sugar, yeah. Yeah, but like I, I crave it. I crave sugary foods. And when I eat sugary foods, I want more sugary foods. And what that is is a combination of, you know, it's like an emotional drug. And it's also how it feels in your body, right? Yeah, so it's true. You have that moment of satiation. And then you feel <sighs> like crap afterwards. And addiction, like we were saying in the show, what, a few shows ago, is something you keep doing even to your detriment. Right. Right? And yeah. you keep paying the price for it. So every time I'm sugar binging for days and I start to gain weight, that's to my detriment when I'm feeling crappy. Remember my back was out a few weeks ago and all Everything. that? Everything. Everything was out. I was, I was out. crap. I was eating crap. She blames it on the food. It was the food. But I was eating the same crap with her. And I, I was fine. But some people have a higher tolerance than others. Okay. Because look, so I'm not, I'm not eat eating that food. If you do. For a little while. Because now I'm not eating it and I feel great. Whatever. <laughs> 
I've been eating salads and now all of a sudden, you know, back problems, no joint problems. I'm like high energy. I've been eating ice cream and this jacket is tight. I'm like, see, whatever. I'll eat one salad next week. One salad next week. I promise. I think that's worth, you know, like even if we just do a little bit every, as much as we can, as whenever we can. Right. Right. Like what Kenya says. Oh, yeah. I use food as an emotional crutch, too. It's like the, with food and exercise, it's just how do I develop that healthy relationship and how do I make the best possible choice moment by moment? I think that makes a big difference. So are you telling me on Facebook Live and we on what? Um, what's the media? Hmm. Who's taping us right now? Uh, armed radio. Armed, armed, radio. armed radio. So you're saying this, what? that if I develop a healthy relationship with food and exercise that I'll be even happier. Yes. It will boost your happiness. Do you hear this, guys? Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to try And there it. are scientific studies that show, especially when it comes to eating junk and sugar, they call it, and this is the worst, I think it's Arby's, their tagline is good mood food. Mm-hmm. It's so not... Because you'll eat that food, and for that moment after you eat it, it's like you get that high, and then you crash right back there. You'll be tired. You know how when you want to go to sleep after you eat something? I get crabby. I get, like, my depression will set in if I'm eating bad food for too long. Yeah. Like, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Just try it. See. see what happens. All right. I'll let you guys know. Experimental. Yes. You know, but it does, it does support the happiness. You poop. If you eat kale every day, you will poop. And really? pooping will make you happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think pooping makes me happy. <laughs> you feel light when you poop. You feel like you can go places and do things. Right. I don't know about that. No, you don't. Kale. Poop. What's the difference between kale and collard greens? Um, I don't know that there's a, like it's probably just what vitamins are in them. They're both like collard greens are good too. But the only thing about collard greens is how like if you cook them down to nothing. <laughs> And cook all the vitamins out. If you put some um, and put some, some bacon in it, <laughs> you're gonna have a whole nother. Look, right? my mother told me you have to fry that fat back. You gotta season that thing, right, mommy? I hope you're watching. My mom actually, after my dad had a stroke, my mom started putting smoked turkey in the collard greens. Oh no, my mother did, did that too. Did she? She did. I liked the, I liked it with the smoked turkey. I liked it with the fat back. Did you? <laughs> me too. <laughs> Or like a big old ham hock. Like big. Ooh, the like big one. The thick hock. one. And yeah. this shit suck it right. down to the bone. Ooh, my mother was. But that will help you poop too. But I, she wouldn't let us suck it. She just sucked it. She Mommy, did you it. Sucker. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> but if you okay. were if you're on like let's say keto diet, that would be perfectly fine. It like whatever diet is good for your body is one thing, but just knowing that you're eating vitamins and stuff and having yourself poop regularly and getting the the uh, Stuff that you need, vegetation and stuff. Some people eat meat, some people don't. There's a whole lot of controversy around that. But it's developing that healthy relationship of knowing I'm eating what my body needs. Okay. More often than not. I'm going to try it. Yeah. And not feeling guilty if you don't. Like you can't, because that's part of eating disorder. Right. Like beating yourself up. So that sounds good. That's one. But how are we going to get through all of these? Well, we're not going to talk that much on all of them. God. I just want to like, right? right? Okay. So go ahead. Next. The next one is they know how to create a win-win with anyone. Who? The happiest of black women okay. know how to create a win-win. A win-win. Give me an example. So any sort of deal that you have, any sort of partnership that you have with someone. I mean, we're talking about our partnership currently now, right? Yeah. Like how we want to do it, how we want to design, design it and form it. And even in the beginning, when I first met you, we came with Celebrities Boutique and everything like that. It's that ability to talk to someone and understand how to support each other, having value, and also find value for yourself and work together for that. 
that. I love it. So a lot of times, and I feel like this happens so often in our culture, there's just breakdowns in communication, breakdowns in how things work, and then people don't speak to each other it's anymore. It's so crazy. Right? And they just stop speaking. Stop speaking, kill each other off emotionally, go talk about it to other people, you know. Instead of coming to the person and explain. You know that that's how I am. I told you that from the first yes, day we met. I'm exactly. like, you never have to try to figure me out. If I feel a way, you would know it yeah. because I'm a big communicator. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think that it's fair that I walk around feeling a certain way and you not know it. Yeah. Why would I do that to myself when I could just come to you, tell you how I feel, you tell me how what you think about how I feel, mm-hmm. and then we could just, you know, do figure it out from do. there. That's, that's great. win-win. Yes. Because here's the thing about it. It's like, you know, if you can't do that, and that's part of the reason why I was, I don't partner with people who can't do that. Like, if you can't, whether it's a romantic relationship or even a friendship, like, if I can't just be myself and say what's on my mind, and you can't just be yourself and say what's on your mind, and we can't come together so that it works for both, and that doesn't mean that everybody always gets what they want necessarily. Right. It's not about a win. Well, even though you said it's a win-win. Yeah, it is about a win, but it's about understanding that if you win, I win. If I win, you win. Okay. And how do we support each other in that? So it might not be like, you know, with business, it's so easy to have your own uh, uh, game plan for exactly how you want to do everything. Right. Right. I'm just going to do it this way. I, I'm going to keep it in a box and it's going to be what I'm capable of doing, how I'm able to contribute. Mm-hmm. So like our makeup and matchmaking event, if it was just makeup or if it was just matchmaking, we would both have our own sort of structure for how we would do That's it. That's true. But in partnering it together and making it work for both of us and whatever value we wanted to get out of it, mm-hmm. you know, we widen the possibilities for the event. It's right? true. And You're that's right. true of anything that you want to do with anybody. <laughs> right. If you want it to be something that's worthwhile, you want both people to be able to get value out of it. And it takes a level of, like you said, communication and willingness to compromise that maybe your plan can fit around that person's right. plan, how you can do that. Because we can't do anything alone. Like we think we can. <laughs> a lot of people still think that way. And I always tell them, even in my classes that I teach, that you really need people. Yeah. You Everything is not a strength of yours. You do have weaknesses. Right. I know people hate to admit it, but you do. Like for me, numbers is not my thing, mm-hmm. right? So that's why I have an accountant. That's why I have my husband, you know, because <laughs> he can add everything up. You know, what is the return of an investment? Like yeah. all that. He does that for me. That's not my strength. Yeah. So I operate within my strength. So we all need somebody to help us, especially if we're trying to get to another level. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Even, I mean, and the most successful of people, and by successful, I mean by appearances, successful of people, they just didn't do it by themselves. Can't. You know, you look at Oprah. Oprah did not become Oprah by herself. If you you got Gail, you got Stedman, and you got crews of people (laughs) that were there to support. And what's that executive producer she works with? I can't remember her name. But you have lots and lots of people who contributed to her vision, and they had their own visions, and they were able to win. She was able to win, and so it became this, you know, enormous thing. And that is, is a big key to our happiness, is that ability to to work in our community that way. I love it. Right? Yes. And the more we cultivate that, the more we can have, the more abundance there is, the more, you know, cycling, the more contribution. Yes. Yeah. It's what we're here for, people. That's why we're here. Right? Yeah. And it's not always easy. It's not. But, you know, it is one of those things that cultivates happiness and yes. supports happiness. Kenya says, sometimes, oh, she's talking about eating. So sometimes after I eat that way, I try to counteract the bad things that happen to my body by not eating or not eating enough. I do that too, Kenya, which she, is not great. No, not at all. 
<laughs> right? We'll have to do a nutrition show at some point. I know, right? Bring so, in a nutrition, uh, nutritionist. Nutritionist, right? right? So the next one, they communicate, share their deepest emotions. So in order to be happy, you have to communicate and share your deep emotions? Well, if you, I feel like this, and this is another thing culturally that I, I feel like we've been limited with, is being able to say not how you think it should go or what the solution to the problem is, being able to, and this is part of the creating a win-win too, being able to share with someone you're in partnership with exactly how you feel. So, you know, if, if you tell me something and in, you know, in my gut, I'm feeling like, okay, so now I'm, I'm fearful or mm-hmm. I'm scared or, you know, emotions start to come up. Mm-hmm. Being able to go there and share your emotions, because a lot of times if someone tells us something we don't like or if we hear something that doesn't work for us, we tend to like either f- like fight or flight or we tend to attack mm. or, you know, whatever that may be, or we try to fix it. Right. We try to come up with a solution really quick. That's me. Like, I'm like, okay, what's the solution? What's the solution? There's that. Uh -uh. (laughs) But when we can share, like, you know, these are the emotions that are coming up for me. Right. We allow that other person to connect because we all are human and we all have those emotions. That's true. Right. Yeah. You might be dealing with a sociopath. Maybe they're not able to connect. But for the most part, most of the people we're in partnership with, we can share how we feel. And that's what they connect with. And that's how we can start discussing, you know, what can we do about it? Love it. Like we cause partnership with each other. But I think that we're, our culture is so much that, you know, like, don't you cry. You better stop crying. You cry. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Like all that conditioning that we have, it says, don't share your emotions. Don't feel what you feel. Just do what I tell you to do. And so that's what we grow up as adults doing. Wow. Like stuffing it. Like my feelings about this aren't important enough. I'm just going to fight for what I want. I'm just going to, you know, say what the solution is. I always tell my daughter that um, her feelings are valid. And that's the way I feel in life, too. Your feelings are valid, even if it's only to yourself. So I'm going to hear. I want to hear how you feel. I don't want you to say, all right, whatever. No, it's okay. No, tell me how you feel. Yeah. Because whatever that feeling is, it means something to you. So let me hear it. Absolutely. And I force her because she's not the type of child that wants to express her feelings. She'd rather just go. My son, too. I don't know where they get that from. But they'll (laughs) rather just go along instead of saying, how they feel about something. Yeah. You know, and I don't want them but to do become adults like that. But do you share your feelings? Do you feel like you're like, when you feel something? I overshare. Like if you're fearful or if you feel sad or something I like that? Oh, I share. I, I don't know why I share. I share a lot. Do you? Sometimes I feel like I share too much. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, of course I have people that I pick and I choose who I share things with. Gotcha. But I definitely share. Whatever emotion I'm feeling, somebody knows about it. Yeah. Isn't that something? No, it's good. I know. I think that's good because I don't think that's common. Kenya's saying, I'm good at sharing my emotions and at listening to others share theirs, but sometimes I feel that I don't get the support I need in return. Well, we've talked about that, Kenya. I feel like that's a common feeling because people don't always know how to support our emotions. Right. But I think that what's more important is the ability to express them without needing for people to do anything about it because we're the only ones who can. Right. If I'm feeling fearful, I got to take care of my own fear. If I'm feeling, you know, sad, I got to take care of that. Especially if you're sad for a reason that I've never experienced. It's hard for me to have empathy for that 
feeling for that whatever that reason is that I've never experienced yeah you understand yeah, so yeah. it's like you saying Nika I'm sad because um, you know what's going on with your parents yeah. and I'm like oh really well I'm sad because my father died but your father's still alive so you wouldn't understand that sad you can have an idea yeah. but you wouldn't know exactly what, what to it, say what because you, like. your father's still a living yeah. and I wouldn't want you know know what to say to you because your parents are in you know yeah. but yeah. You understand? So sometimes no, that's do. why we don't get the support because we're going possibly to the wrong person that don't understand how to support us. Right. That's very true. Right? And if you're and if you are sharing your feelings with someone who doesn't share theirs at all. Right. You have that too, because they might not you know, they might not know, it might not land on them well. But I think here's the thing, it's it's that balance because we were talking earlier about partnering and being able to share with someone and not being not having to do it alone. But when it comes to the emotions that we generate, mm-hmm. as far as changing our emotions, we're the only ones who can change our emotions so you know because we can't we can vet people to a certain degree right but because we can't necessarily know whether someone is capable of taking on our emotions or not until we share it with them it's really important that we understand that it's not their responsibility to change our emotions right right if they can support us that's great but if it's not their responsibility people can't change our emotions not at all only we can change our emotions it's true I don't think we're gonna get through this whole list. All right, let's try. Okay, we're not. Right, we're at eight. It's impossible. But let's, let's. Okay, what are we up to? Number four. Number four. They choose being happy over being right. Yes. But didn't I say that? And you said, well, there is a right, a win. Isn't a no, win a, a right? No, a win is different than right. Oh, here we go. Forget a win is right. right. Okay, you get in an argument with someone and you disagree on it. So, mm-hmm. so people can argue for a very long time because both people believe that they are right, and what they're saying is the truth. Because I'm mm-hmm. coming from my perspective, you're coming from yours. Mm-hmm. So what we could do is just keep arguing, keep bumping heads, keep arguing, keep bumping heads. Or one of us can be like, okay, have it. See it how you want to see it. <laughs> right. And, and go with that. Do whatever you need to do around that. And let go of the need to overcome what you think. Like if I think something different than you, I have to release the need to overcome how you see it and force you to see it my way. Okay. Right? Yeah, you, you're right. As opposed to if we're creating a win-win, that's about like, here's what I see as value for me. Here's what I see as value for me. You know, it's a different thing. Like, this is what's going to have me win. This is what's going to have me win. This is how we're going we're gonna to work on it. A win is not a, a win in an argument. A win is a win when we, work, we decide to work together. There's no such thing as winning an argument. You don't win an argument. Okay. Right? Unless you're willing to give up. Give up that need to be right. <laughs> I, I've learned with marriage number three that uh-huh. I'm on, that's not a secret, uh-huh. that I just give up. You give up? I give up. I right. don't argue. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, you okay. You have to. But it, it, when I tell you, I don't know for those of you, I don't have no nails on because I'm just biting. I'm like, for me to shut up and allow him to win just so that he could just stop. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll just start biting. But he's nails. not winning. Start. Here's the thing. I mean, well, for the for the... Argument, the discussion, the heated um, conversation, whatever whatever you want to call it. The conflict. For it to stop, I shut up. Yeah. So if you don't want to call it a win, you just want to call it a shut up, I shut up. I've learned to shut up. Because at some point, I realized that you're just not understanding what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So why am I going to keep... Because then at some point, you, be, you come repetitive. Yeah. And we're just going to totally. keep... You, you understand? Just keep so in. I'll just shut up. Yeah. And I'll let it... I'm going to bring it back up in a week, a, a couple of days or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> but I'm just going to shut up for right but now. But here's the thing about it. There, the only way to win when it comes to arguments mm-hmm. is when both people make the decision to seek first to understand. That's a win. So who does like, that, Candace? She got all the right answers. People do that. 
People seek do that, first. but this is what we're talking what about. What seek first? We're the talking what? about secret practices of happiest oh of women, right? Seek first to understand and then to be understood. What we do is we seek to be understood, seek to be understood, and then bump heads, bump heads, bump heads. And if you're shutting up just to shut up and then you're going to bring it back later, like it's just a a way of elongating it. Well, it's going to be long, but it's going to be a a couple of commercials in between. I'm I'm not going to keep going. I can't. Well, what I would say is, and it's something that I I have to try on myself because I get into things with people where it's like I want them to see it my way. I want them to understand. But the only time that I've ever gotten that understanding is when I've backed off and offered them the understanding. Like, gotcha. like that exact thing that we want from that other person is the exact thing to, that we need to be offering. Mm. And anytime I've been, and I don't do it perfectly, but anytime I've been able to offer that person understanding, then all of a sudden I've received understanding as well. Okay. And I didn't do it in order to receive the understanding. Ask for candy. <laughs> don't ask for Nika. Secrets to understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next, next. one, they don't Kids argue for their, li- their limitations. We're going to do our best. Okay. They don't argue for their limitations. I don't even know what that so means. So if I decide I'm going to pursue something, whether it be running a business or, you know, finding love or even buying a car, and I say, oh, you know, I want to I get a new car, mm-hmm. and someone says, oh, you should go over to wherever to get this new car. Uh-huh. Well, I can't get over there. I don't have the money. I don't have the, you know, the credit. I don't have this. I don't have that. Well, you can do this and this. Is- but yeah, but I can't do such and such and whatever, whatever. But you can do... No, I can't do that because of this and this and this. And people do this all the time. I know with matchmaking, I was just talking about it on a post where it's like, I want love. I want to meet my soulmate. Oh, but I don't want to drive an hour. That's arguing for your limitations. It's like, don't don't say you you want something and then stand in your own way because that's that blocks your happiness. That blocks your satisfaction. Right. Can I plug? Make a take. um, Put a plug. Uh I mean, take a pin. Put a pin. Yes. If you are a single man looking for your soulmates, please ask for candy, okay? <laughs> we have a lot of women that are looking for men love. and we don't love and we don't have a lot of men that are willing to go out on dates. So come on, please. We need email more quality men. We need, we need quality, quality men. men. For real, for real, okay? <laughs> All right. So I love that out. commercial moment. You love it? Just for you, yes. Good. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. But yeah, it's that how we stand in our own way. And so, you know, in order to support our happiness, it's like that's how we get out of our own way. Okay. Stop letting the limitations. If you say you want something, move move whatever you can move and get the help to move whatever you need to move to have it. Amen. And and commit to that. Yes. Okay, now Number we're going six. to the next one. They do things that they are passionate about that light up their spirit. Okay. Right? So in order to be happy, I have to do things that I'm passionate passionate about. That lights up that lights spirit. up my spirit. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why I'm happy because I do things that I am passionate about. Yeah. I really 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 truly do. Yeah. And it's a lot of things that I'm passionate about. I love it. So that's why I'm always doing I love it. Right? It's so important. And, it I, and I feel important. like a lot of us, we don't let ourselves do it. It's true. You know, like for me, long time when I was working in television, I was working 14, 15 hour days. And, you know, that meant that I couldn't do things that, in, you know, in my mind, I was making up a story that I couldn't do the things I like to do. And there wasn't a lot that I was doing that I was passionate about. Like I sang wow. for a long time, but as soon as I was working full time, oh, there's no time for singing. I got to stay up too late. I had all my reasons, my limitations. 
for not doing it. But then as soon as I, you know, wasn't working regularly and even though I made less money, it's like I started actually doing things that I loved and enjoyed, like, you know, writing and creating content and, you know, designing and drawing my... And know, matchmaking. And matchmaking I think now. this is really, you are really passionate about this. I, I love it. I keep plugging her. You see that, right? Because I've watched, I'm watching her. I'm like, she really, really loves this. I do. I love and it And I so love much. that she loves it. I love the matchmaking. I love the coaching so much. I'm really passionate about it. And I am not making nearly the money I made in television, but I am happier than I have ever been. I love it. <laughs> okay, what's next? Number eight. Right? No, um, seven. No, seven. They recognize the power of their feminine energy. So, Ooh. right? The other day I was having a discussion with someone who wants to find love, wants to be a recruit on my matchmaking roster, and I was telling um, Anika about it, like, that when you come with masculine energy, and here's the thing, we all have both masculine and feminine energy, but when you come with the masculine or you come with the feminine, as the matchmaker, I'm going to match you with someone who's going to balance that out. So if you come with the masculine, I'm going to match you with the feminine, and that's what's going to make sense, because if I match masculine and masculine energy, it's going to be like two bucks. Butting heads, right? But here's the thing about it. Even though all genders have both, when a, when a woman is in her feminine energy, mm. she is more powerful than she could ever be any other way. I love it. I right? believe it. I like believe we can it. use our masculine energy when we have careers and you know we're building businesses, we have to deal with men on some level. We can use that sort of go-getter sort of power. We'll do a whole show about the differences between masculine and feminine energy and defining them and stuff like that. But our feminine energy is to flow like water. Our feminine energy is to be and be, to just be and not have to do, 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 do. I, make I had to find my happen. feminine energy. We all do, because we're we're in a culture. I had a lot of like, masculine. No, but yeah. I think I was born with masculine energy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that was. And I had to fight to be <laughs> to find <laughs> to find the feminine. Yeah. I believe it. And, and and I think that's why it's working for me now. Yeah. Because you tapped into it. You tapped into what was naturally there, though. Yeah. Because I think we're, we're, as black women, especially in this country, we're conditioned out of it in a lot of ways. Right. Because there's so much... Exp- First of all, if we want to do well, we got to do better than everybody else to make it. Mm-hmm. So, which means we have to be more proactive than everybody else. You know, just our, own, our very survival relies on us being tough. Yeah. And speaking up for ourselves yeah. and standing up and standing down and doing this and doing that. Like, like to survive in this culture, we, we need to cultivate that masculine energy. But to have a, the romantic relationships that we want, to actually be able to enroll people into what we want. And actually in the running of a business, it takes a lot of feminine energy to be able to go with flow. Yes. Right? It's true. And to be able to um, soften and soften with people and be understanding yes. and take their perspective and all that stuff. It's true all right we're speeding through okay number nine eight they take feedback and let people contribute to them okay a question for my class i had Hmm. um i had uh it was a question on their midterm and i said uh was feedback a form of control and the majority of the class got the answer wrong okay feedback is a way of control Mm -hmm. and I I say that to say you remember at the um, event I asked them before we start give me feedback I wanted to know what we can do to get better so that's what feedback is it allows you it controls a situation it controls an event they said oh maybe if you would have said words differently because they thought it was something else at first remember so that's what feedback is it's a form of control and how you can change something how you can make something better so yes I love feedback yes it's good you can do a lot with feedback. Yes. 
and you can choose what what you want to choose and and let go of what you'd want to let go of. Exactly. But I know for myself, I went through a long period of my life where I felt like I had to already know everything and mm. I had to come in the door knowing and feedback was something that I resisted. Like, don't tell me how to do what I'm doing. I already know. Don't, you know, tell me what you think about it. I don't need your opinion. Like it was something I was resistant to mm. and actually would get very defensive around because it would touch on my story of, you know, like not enoughness or whatever. Right. And I wanted to make sure everybody knew I'm in charge I know what I'm doing you know whatever and that's a big mistake I think a lot a lot of us a lot make. of us make and yeah. we can't get to the next level because we don't want to hear feedback yeah and you know it's one thing the word feedback and criticism are two different words right mm-hmm. so you, I ask for feedback all the times give me feedback for my podcast what can I do better do you want to hear that's why we always ask you guys tell us what you want to hear if you don't want to say it online I'm live on air then email it to us yeah. what can we do to get better That is the goal. We don't want to stay stagnant. We want to grow. I know I want to grow in my life. I don't want to stay the same. I want to get better. I want to get bigger. I want to get wiser. And I want to get richer. That's what I want to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that requires feedback. It requires feedback. Right? Okay. Yes. What's next? Running out of time. So now I'm doing what you was doing, right? They let themselves grieve. So the happiest of black women allow themselves to grieve. Grieve the trauma. You can cry the tears. It's okay. I was talking to a woman the other day who said she didn't want to feel the pain because she felt like it was going to take her under. But this is the thing. When we avoid feeling the pain, whether it's that we eat the pain, smoke the pain, drink the pain, do whatever else we can to avoid it, it just stays there underneath and it just keeps fucking with us <laughs> until we go ahead and express it and process it and let it go and allow ourselves to grieve naturally. It is okay to cry your tears. It is okay. Right? It's okay yes. to feel your losses and allow that to process through your body. There's nothing wrong with those tears and that feeling bad because you're a human being. So at what point would you say, and I know we have to go Mm. soon, but Mm -hmm. with grief, right? At what point would you say, okay, maybe you do need to seek therapy? Well, I think that if you have a great loss that's very traumatic to you and you feel like you can't get out from under it, it's, you want to talk to somebody, but also part of the not getting out from under it is the not allowing myself to feel what I need to feel. Mm -hmm. So you always just want to be checking in with yourself. Am I letting myself just feel it or am I in reason? Cause that will also elongate your grief. Gotcha. The more we resist those feelings, the more we like, you know, keep pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps and pretending like it's not happening like that elongates the sadness. And if you've ever tried to get over somebody, let's say if it was just a breakup, and, you know, the more we, we wallow in it and like, oh, Five you know, years. But, right? right. Like, the more we lo- like wallow and lament and talk about it and don't allow ourselves <laughs> to go ahead and express that sadness. Because a lot of times, too, you know, the adult traumas that we experience trigger what happened in our childhood traumas. And so it can be historical. My one mentor always says when it's hysterical, it's historical stuff that we just keep piling up that never gets to be shed. Right. And then it turns into disease in your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait, <laughs> what? Be a, number 10. They we make it a there. point to feel good and set boundaries around feeling good. Your feeling good is more important than anything else in your life. Because yes, if you is. don't feel good, no matter what you have on your plate, whether it's your children, your husband, your job, your you know projects, your church group, your communities, your whatever you're involved in, you cannot show up your best self if you're not don't already know how to make yourself feel good, and if you don't make that sacred. Yes. Whatever feeling good whatever is feeling for you. Whatever feeling good is for you. Right. Yep. And set boundaries with people. Like yes. I, you know, I had to recently set a boundary with family and say, look, I, you know, I don't feel good when I'm engaging with you the way you want to engage. So for me. 
me, I'm not going to do that. Right. Right? Yeah. I'll support you in this way. This is what works for me. But my priority is that I feel good. And that's it. Right? Yeah. yeah. To, in order to be able to actually show up for someone else. Yeah. Uh, they Number quiet, 11. They quiet their minds. Right? Quiet. Wusa. Whether it's that you pray, meditate, or do whatever both. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, you, lo- you allow your mind to, to be quiet, even if it's just for a few minutes a day. Because we can think ourselves oh, into God. oblivion. Let's not start talking about that. <laughs> right? I went through a personal growth program where we talked about being in the bad neighborhood of your own head. Yes. That overthinking, all that assuming, all that already knowing, all the stuff we tell ourselves about what other people think, our guesses on other people's perceptions, all of that stuff is the bad neighborhood of our own head. We all have that voice. And so when we're not willing to just quiet the mind... And just let that go, even just for a few minutes every day, right? It's important. It's important to cultivate our happiness. And then the last is the practice of knowing that you are enough. 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 You are everything you need to be in order to have everything that you want. Yes. You are not broken. There is nothing to fix. You are exactly where you need to be Mm -hmm. in order to gain your next steps. And it's all in how you respond to it, whether you're going to move forward or stay stagnant or move back. First of all, why did we, I'm sorry, look at all of this (gasps) that just popped up. Oh, my my God. We had so many comments comments that I could not see. Well, we're going to have to come back through. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. We'll come back through and comment. Yes. Oh, Uh, God. This is crazy. We got to figure out this sharing thing. All right. So we were in our last few minutes. What else? We're going to put a... This is it. We wrap it up. This is is the whole topic. Yes. Feeling like you're enough. You are enough. If, if there's nothing else that you get from this podcast, it's the knowledge that you are enough. If there's anything within you that's saying that you need to be this or that, or you need to have more of this or more of that, more money, more success, more whatever, in order to be enough, in order to be good enough, to be worthy of the love you deserve, that's the story that you want to start really like nurturing and letting go of. Like, I love you. Thank you. That inner voice that's saying that, but I'm, I'm developing a new thought now. The new thought is I'm enough. I am worthy. Yeah. I'm worthy of everything I desire. Love it. Yay. <sighs> How do you feel? I feel great. I oh, feel good. amazing. All right, good. Okay, so um, when the weather breaks... When the weather breaks, we're going to have you guys come for social hour, happy hour before the podcast, seven o'clock. Yes. We're going to figure out a date for that, right? It's yes, starting to get a little bit warmer. It is. Today was an amazing day. Right. It Saturday, was. we had a great makeup and match mark- yes. making party. Mermaking. Right. And then we're going to be doing, still doing the badass business. We don't yes, know the date Yes. We don't know the date. And we keep, every week we keep saying, we keep we're going to come back it. next week and let you know the date. Right? You guys need to stop missing these events. I know that you're not, you're not that busy. You're not. You right. just you need to get out and network. Yeah, you know, be amongst other great women. Like we said, you cannot do it by yourself. Community, so just, yeah, community. We need each other. Okay, so just you know, come out to Catrice is coming from Texas yeah. to teach us about business. Whatever you want to know, whatever it is, trust me, somebody will be in this building to help you. So Absolutely. get to the next level. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> and yes, I I talk about it all the time. I'm a matchmaker for Talkify. You guys, I'll put is. the link on the post so that you can sign up if you want to be on the roster. I'm definitely, definitely looking for some men's this, honey, because we have a lot of women. Although women, please do sign up because you might find that it's a, a service that you enjoy and you might decide to become a client and have a personal matchmaker. I could end up being your personal matchmaker. But specifically for men, 
Sign up as recruits because there's a lot of amazing women who are moving and shaking in this world and would be great partners. And if you're looking for a great partner, it's in your best interest to sign up so that you can possibly get matched in our network. Yes. I want to say really quick to the Arm Radio people because I know they're about to sign off. Until next time, never forget you're a love machine. If you ever start feeling like you're not getting the love you need, just make more and ask for candy. For the Facebook people, follow us. What? At Ask for Candy Podcast. At Candy Love Coach. At Celebrities Boutique Teaneck. And what else? Uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're available for speaking engagements. Yes, There's we that. are. Actually, I have one coming up. All right, Jimmy. All right, Jimmy. That's Armed Radio. Armed Radio, we love Ooh. you. Bye. Um, yeah. You guys can email us. Ask yes. for Candy Podcast at Gmail. Did we say that already? Yeah, we you did. Said, you just said that? Right. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. No, I was still okay. telling you that I had an event um, that I have to speak at coming up next month oh. for veterans and how to convert the, um, the jobs you did in the military to civilian life. Oh. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'll be speaking in Yorktown, New York. That's a great service. I know, right? Yeah, yes. that's good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So Yorktown, New York, is there a link that if someone wants to attend? If I will get it. Because I, I bet it. with Armed Radio, there's some people who are like ex-military or, you know, might be leaving the military soon. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. I'll get the yeah. link so All we right, can cool. add it. Yay. All right, everybody. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Thank it you for being here. It is 9 o'clock. It's we 9 o'clock. We will see you Mykenia. next week. We didn't say everybody because we didn't even know all y'all were coming I know, on. and I apologize. Oh so, um, Nanette, hi, Ruth, uh, Maxine, Joanna, Juetta, Kimberly, um, 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 Burgundy, Amanda, uh, Catrice, <gasps> Cuddles. You know Amanda? I don't know Amanda. Oh. I don't think I know, I know. Amanda. Do I know Amanda? I think, yeah. I love Burgundy's name. What a great name. Burgundy. Burgundy. I love Burgundy. Burgundy was color. actually on, um, uh, what's the show she was on? Oh. She's a singer. Oh, but hi, yeah. Burgundy. Hey, Burgundy. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, so we'll see you guys next week. Take right. care. And love yeah, you. we love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye now.